Hi everyone. Welcome to, to Clement's Diary. This is a leadership podcast and this is episode 5, The Authentic Leadership. I'm glad that you're listening. I would like to start today's podcast by a narrative. A story is told that once upon a time they lived a temperamental king who had an affair with one of his maids and impregnated her but since it would have brought shame to the kingdom and to the king he sent the maid away to the forest hoping that she'll be killed and eaten by wild animals but the maid survived the dangers of the forest and stayed in a cave and daily she ate wild fruits and roots and termites and soon nine months elapsed and she was due to deliver it was an impossible case for her because she was frail and alone and uh, nature took over during delivery baboons came to her rescue and uh, mother baboon helped the maid to deliver but she was too frail and in her last push during delivery was also her last breath the baby came out and screamed and cried and the mother baboon cut off the umbilical cord and picked the baby boy alongside her own uh, baby and jumped on the nearby tree and flew into the night the mother baboon thereafter nursed the baby boy feeding him her milk alongside with the other baby baboon so they were like twins the baby boy grew loving the mother baboon as his own mother and learned the nature and the ways of the baboons but something always told the baby boy that he was different he learned the ways of living on the trees faster than his twin brother the baby baboon that they were nursed together but something used to bother him that when it was cold he could shiver until the mother baboon embraced and covered him while baby baboon his twin brother was just okay and playing around the baby boy thought if he could just make himself as hairy as the baby baboon then he will not feel cold so he started knitting dry savanna grass and he was able to knit a hairy clothing for himself and soon he realized that he did not feel he did not feel the cold and he did not need to rush to his mother when the cold season came but still he felt different and one day they had gone to search for food and they had invaded a farm of bananas and they were enjoying their meal when they heard noise and people came and chased them away with sticks and noise wow it was an ugly scene the baby boy ran away with his tribe the baboons but he still felt different this kind of episode repeated itself several times until the baby boy entered his teenage years when his body began to change 
and he looked so different from the members of his tribe the baboons he realized he was taller his voice was deeper his shoulder broader and his feeling of being different deepened he was in a dilemma what is this who am i one time that gone to the river to drink water and when they arrived at the side of the river the baby boy now a teenager saw a lady shower and his eyes will not stop looking at the lady then while drinking the water men came but the baboons did not see them and neither did the men see the baboons and they stripped naked and started swimming in the river and one of the men saw the baboons and he came out of the river naked to chase the baboons away but something struck the baby boy now a teenager and he noticed that the men who came to chase them now the baboons looked exactly like him and as the baboons fled away the teenager stood his ground and when the men reached where he was they looked at him and spoke in a language he could not understand but he just looked at them stone cold and the men treated him with kindness and covered him with a robe and he felt something different and they took him to their leader the king and when the king saw the teenager <laughs> he saw the exact replica of himself at that age and he said to himself what is this and at that moment the teenager said bye-bye to his tribe the baboons and he knew he will never need to fear people again he will never feel cold he will not stay on trees again and when he tasted the delicious cooked food and he knew his life was never going to be the same again because he had actually found out who he truly was and he had been reunited with his biological family the rest of the story is history but in case you want to know how the story ends you can inbox me and i will send you the whole narrative for sure the great escapades the conquest the adventures of the great warrior that the teenager turned into it is a beautiful story about the beautiful people of africa but let's go back to our today's podcast which is authentic leadership authentic leadership is an approach that has been brought to prominence by bill george and it postulates that leadership is about having honest relationship between the leader and his followers and values the positive input of the followers 
not manipulating the followers to do the leader's dirty work, but rather acknowledging that the followers have aspiration and also are value-laden to pursue this aspiration and the leader's willingness to pursue and create room for the fulfillment of the aspiration of a people to the common good of all. Authentic leadership abhors it abhors manipulation. The leader is well aware of who he is just like the teenager. Once he knew who he was he no longer needed to fear. That is the important part of authentic leadership. Knowing who you are ensuring that the, your followers know who they are then understanding that uh, having a clear understanding that the followers have a value they have valuable contribution they have valuable input to the pursuit of the common good so that you as a leader you just a vessel that ensures that you take them to the common goal common good that every person has envisaged Keith Grit Keith Green, we've discussed about Keith Green in our in our episode one. You can go back and listen to episode one more about Keith Green. But he clarifies that leadership is a word that has its etymological roots in three archaic words from three languages: the old language, uh, the old German language "Lidern," which means to go; the old English language "Litan," which means to travel. And the old Norse language laid, which means to find a way at sea. Leadership is therefore about creating and setting a new path for your followers, whether at the level of state, nation, civic, business, company, family. It is a way of setting to ensure that your followers trade on their common goal and common good and this is what Dr. Miles Munro my mentor on leadership called influence through inspiration in his book in his seminal book uh, the spirit of leadership he says that uh, a leader should be able to inspire people it is that inspiration that enables him to influence the people towards a common good to inspire a people to go to the next level you must know their aspirations it is unfortunate when your inspiration only targets tribes race uh, class I mean in terms of wealth class and having your so-called people to be in a position of power all you desire is your people to be in the so-called position of power and teaching your followers that it is only important to have your own at the helm of power rather than inspiring them 
and thereby influencing them towards a common goal for the common good for the entire society that is key it is important for us to know that honestly speaking it is very unfortunate when you when you are concerned and the concern that you try to inspire the people is to lie to them bringing false consciousness of tribe false consciousness of race false consciousness of a class and try and use it as an instrument to gain power that is not leadership that is manipulation and authentic leadership has nothing to do with manipulation having established that having established that key point then from experience having your tribe man your rest man your class man at the helm of power does not add value to your tribe it never adds value to your tribe rather than give them an opportunity just for just thumping it doesn't matter who is at the helm if all you can do is just just stamp and say my own my own type of people my own tribe my own when i mean tribe it, it has nothing to do dialect it has to do with the groupings uh the people you group alongside with and uh, now that is uh, your point of celebration that our own is at the helm of power that is an that is very unfortunate it is unfortunate to hear poor people walking together for 10 kilometers to work arguing about their own being the boss their own being at the helm of power their own being the leader but yet nothing changes in their lives they still walk together to the place of work with the so called the other person uh, line up for mercy to get a job for their daily bread and argue back when they are going home who the boss is and when anything happens when anything happens socially it is the person you walk with to the place of work even though you are not of the same tribe he is the first person that will be at your door to assist you not the boss not the boss but somehow somehow people have been indoctrinated actually intoxicated with lies that when our own is at the helm of power then we are the a better place that is a lie that is an issue of security it is an issue of the mentality of uh, survival for the fittest it is no it has nothing to do with leadership at all let's establish some facts when 
when when uh, you give all for that leader when you give all for that leader and you fight to ensure that that leader gets to the helm of power to become the leader that you wanted but he does not deliver for you as a person deliver for you and your family deliver for you as an individual then what was the use of you fighting and uh, pushing so hard and uh, just thumping that your own is at the helm of power let's be logical let's be reasonable as a leader it is very unfortunate if the only thing you can perpetuate is to manipulate the people to follow you into your hate into your prejudice into your bigotry into your own vices that uh, you are using as a system to cling on power we've seen it all over the world it is not an issue of uh, africa alone it is an issue that uh, is perpetuated all over the world so when we look back when we look at our own backyard we'll see this kind of uh, misnomer in terms of leadership appearing so what are we saying we are saying that authentic leadership is critical it is critical and it has nothing to do with manipulating the followers but rather understanding that your followers have positive inputs and they are human being and they are valuable and they have aspiration and tapping into their aspiration along with your own now as a leader you can lead them to the other side of glory so that is the basic that is the basic instead of bargaining and discussing over your own being uh, at the helm of power yet the quality of your life does not change uh, you are engrossed by who the boss is not honestly speaking it is an embarrassment to the followers and it is a shame to the leader if you are a leader who perpetuate hate and division shame on you shame on you as a leader and i said everybody is a leader from the book of dr miles munro the spirit of leadership he said everyone has that spirit of leadership so all of us are leaders it is only that somebody is privileged to harness all our energy and lead us to a particular direction but does that, that does not negate that you are also a leader so if you're the type of person who challenges others to follow you for the sake of uh, your sectarian uh, kind of thinking shame on you be a leader that you are called to be by understanding the aspiration of the people understanding that the people have positive inputs and they are valuable understanding that all people when they harness their energy together they become stronger and they they are better placed to lead themselves to a place of prosperity and development 
leadership should not be a virus that makes robot out of followers no but it should be an instrument that stimulates the brain to creativity that enhances humanity and makes the world a better place case example nelson mandela honestly speaking nelson mandela came to this world he came into a world of appetite and when he left he left south africa in a better place than when he found it that's leadership that is authentic leadership steve jobs came to this world we were struggling with some funny looking computers very ugly and he changed he changed the way we think and brought something so beautiful that has revolutionized the computers the phone mother teresa revolutionized compassion and how we feel for others she worked in a place where actually it was not her origin but she engaged in community work like one of the people there understood them and knew that they were valuable and added value to the lives of many dr miles munro of blessed memories now did his part you can uh, check he transformed bahamas he transformed the way most christians think one pastor pointed out that he was an apostle of purpose he is the one who insisted that we must know our purpose know your purpose as a christian know your purpose as a human being know your purpose an apostle of purpose bishop david oyedepo has transformed the landscape of africa dalai lama lika new robert owen john d rockefeller among others dr miles munro points out that the ingredient of leadership include purpose conviction vision passion inspiration influence then leadership honestly speaking most of these things that he pointed out we've already discussed purpose conviction vision passion uh inspiration and influence we've already discussed them in one way or the other just listen to the past four podcast you'll get something on purpose something on conviction something on vision something on passion you'll get something picking up from wikipedia which describes the qualities of authentic leadership as follows self-awareness relational transparency balanced processing and internalized moral perspective and i add the fourth quality which is emotional intelligence let us digest each of these quality based on the above mentioned leaders 
and any other that you might be thinking of right now i know your mind is challenged you are thinking even internalize it based on yourself you're a leader i pointed time and again uh kate green pointed out that a leader is uh, leadership is about having followers and since you have followers on instagram you have followers on twitter you have followers on facebook that makes you a leader that is the most important thing that i want you to catch in this podcast that you are a leader say that don't point a finger and say he's describing that person and that person and that person no i'm describing you my listener i'm describing you my fellow leader because we are leaders it is you who posts it is you who send posts on facebook and wait for likes it is you who post uh, pictures on instagram and wait for likes and when you get 10 likes you say oh oh i have followers it is you who check who's following you it is you who st- who open up group uh, group social network groups on whatsapp and everywhere and you are keen to see who's reading and who's not reading so we've established that you are a leader just activate activate that spirit of leadership in you and you'll see you're a leader you're a leader in your family you're a leader because you determine your own pocket and you determine so many things about yourself you are a leader i insist you my listener you are a leader so don't point fingers i'm using examples as a testimonials to tell you that these things are achievable because those people who've gone ahead of us have achieved it and we also can achieve there is nothing new under the sun everything under the sun is not new it has been and it will always be so please be keen and understand that you are a leader so when we're looking at uh, leadership and you're thinking of leaders it is good to think of the leaders and look at them vis-a-vis these principles and these qualities but also look at yourself how are you responding to these qualities how are you manifesting these qualities how are you negating your leadership qualities your authentic leadership qualities by neglecting these qualities of uh, an authentic leader Let's go. <laughs> Self-awareness is one of the qualities. And uh, from the narrative we noted uh, that once the teenager was aware who he was, he refused to run away. He said, "No, how can I run away from these these people? They look like me. Uh, why should I run away from them? Uh, they're not a threat." He saw the people come to him and he saw they were not a threat because they looked just exactly like him. And he didn't run away with the baboons. And that's how he came out of tribe mentality and uh, joined the humanity. Nelson Mandela knew who he was and was not ready to be anyone's subordinate he was not ready to be anybody's subordinate and for sure he was not going to let people of his race to be 
second class citizen and he rose up he was not a rebel he was not a terrorist he was a civil rights lawyer who understood what his people can give and bring on table and uh, that's what makes Nelson Mandela a unique leader a good example of authentic uh, leadership 27 years in prison because he stood for what he believed in and uh, it is important that the core of his self realization was when he came out of the prison that is the core of his self realization when he came out of prison and became the president he did not allow all the mistreatment that he had gone through all the injustices that he had gone through and his people had gone through to impair who he was a man who stood for justice and instead he refused to become an oppressor he refused to seek revenge he went all out to ensure racial reconciliation and for me that is authentic leadership Nelson Mandela is an icon Nelson Mandela is an icon how i pray that we might learn something from him take it up and become the leader that he was for us to make this world a better place relational transparency which points out on being ethical and honest with your thoughts and the direction a leader wants to start to steer his followers towards and here i have an example of steve jobs who had a clear vision of what he wanted he had gotten tired of the black box uh, ugly looking laptops and he wanted something shiny easy to carry something that made you so comfortable that enhances your quality of work your productivity uh, and uh, he wanted something more effective and efficient and he told his staff openly leading to what we see now the mac pc and he revolutionized the industry now when we see computers being uh, uh, produced uh, when they are being manufactured no nobody does the black ugly type that was there in the 90s everybody has gone to the kind that Steve Jobs envisioned another quality is balanced processing <laughs> this is a good one this is an assumption that one no one monopolizes knowledge the problem of dictators the problem of uh, authoritarian and immoral leaders is the assumption that they are the only one who monopolizes knowledge and honestly speaking they black paint the mind of their followers until their followers only believe that it is them that have solution it is them 
that know the way it is them that can lead the people out that is wrong that is an error never monopolize knowledge and never assume that you're the only one who monopolizes knowledge and therefore you must be open to listening to opposing ideas synthesizing thesis and antithesis logically to come up with a synthesis that is accommodative for all cases uh, again case example is uh, Nelson Mandela as explained earlier you've seen how he was able to synthesize uh, thesis and antithesis and come up with a synthesis that was a solution to South Africa I'm not saying that uh, it ends there the next leadership needed to take it further and the next leadership to take it even further uh, than where Mandela left it. The problem is when we remain at the point that uh, he left us at, that becomes problematic. But you need to advance and take it to the next level by ensuring fairness, equity, ensuring that uh, uh, many years of injustices uh, and uh, social neglect are addressed properly uh, to try and uh, uplift everyone that we may have a society that is well balanced racially tribe wise all round that becomes the challenges of the current leadership so we don't stop we continue we do kaizen continuous improvement but i have a good example of balanced processing in mwalimu uh, julius nyerere mwalimu julius nyerere the first president of tanzania was confronted by two ideological differences that is capitalism and communism and he picked up the best of the two and came up with what he called african socialism uh, called ujama that ensured tanzania was one nation no division based on dialects that people speak but one nation uh one people with common aspiration and uh, that is key i give kudos to mwalimu julius nyerere a great leader a great leader a great leader if uh, it was like the app you give a give one star two star three star five star i believe dr julius nyerere uh president mandela they deserve a five star rate five star rate all through another quality is internalized moral perspective internalized moral perspective this is about having principles and putting system in place that ensures checks and balances that will not allow a leader to violate his own convictions it is all about conviction uh, you 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 have principles that you've put in place that you refuse to violate no matter what um, case example here is bishop david oyedepo strong conviction that borrowing is a weight that he was not ready to bear he refuses to borrow totally and uh, by reason of that that conviction 
that he cannot borrow it is a weight and uh, when you keen enough you will see that uh, a borrower is a servant to the lender so he refused to be a servant to the lender totally and we see this uh, when uh, he was mandated with constructing a 50,000 seat uh, church and he did it without borrowing from any bank even when the bank came asking can we give you the money he said no uh, and his strong conviction is if god cannot do it he doesn't want it and that is a conviction that he has stood by and he openly states it he openly says that forever he will never ever borrow that is authentic leadership that's my prayer for the third world countries for the so called developing countries i wish we enter into that place where we say no more borrowing we will not borrow no matter what we have our own resources like uh, i remember i read somewhere when uh, president valdemir putin told african leaders that you don't need to borrow from anyone you have enough resources you don't need to depend on anyone you have enough resources from human resource uh, mineral resource uh, oil resource you are self sufficient and he said he wonders why we keep on going from one nation and to another nation uh, borrowing he said that we can if we harness our energy together become a strong and powerful force in the world that's why i love putin because he calls it as it is looking at uh, nelson mandela sense of morality it will not allow him to pursue vengeance or even corruption but reconciliation he went only for one term in the office and he stepped out and allowed his protege to lead the nation what an authentic leader what an authentic leader another quality the th- the fifth one is emotional intelligence we've discussed about this one but uh, this one is all about knowing your own emotions knowing what drives you your emotions your pains your joy knowing them your own self realization of your own emotion and more importantly try and understand the emotions of your people understand the emotions of your people and i'm not talking about the hate emotions i hate that tribe i hate that race i know then you 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 feast on that that is evil we've seen it we've seen it all over the world we've seen people perpetuate racism and how we've seen it we've seen people protest all over the world because of uh, social injustices but yet some leaders still perpetuate and spread hate because they understand their followers that the emotions that excites them are emotion of hate and subjugation of other people as a leader you don't you don't feed that hyena no you starve that hyena you starve that hyena of hate to death you ensure that that hyena of 
of hate, that hyena of prejudice, that hyena of bigotry, that hyena of tribalism, that hyena that uh, hyena of corruption. You ensure that you starve that hyena. Don't feed it. But as leaders who like manipulation, we go further and feed the hyena, hoping that the hyena will not be strong enough to try and eat the nation or the nations of the world. I'm here to tell you that that hyena of hate is a dangerous hyena. You feed him, he'll end up eating you. He will eat you alive. So don't feed it. Don't feed it. No matter how much you disagree with somebody's opinion, never perpetuate hate. Always go for love. It is love that has brought us this far. It is love that will stir and steer the nation to stardom. Not hate. Not hate. We keep on referring to Nelson Mandela, going back and forth to Nelson Mandela because his heart was big with love. So go for love. Go for love. So when we are looking at uh, emotional intelligence, I want to refer to you, Prime Minister Lee Kuan Yew of Singapore. Many of you might have heard of him. He is the leader that led... uh, Singapore to freedom and not only led Singapore to freedom but led Singapore to development honestly speaking Singapore was at the level of most of African nation and even Asian nation uh, at that time in uh, 70s early 80s same level but right now Singapore is a developed nation whether we like it or not, Singapore is a developed nation with GDP so high, but yet it's just a city-state. How did they achieve that? It is through the authentic leadership of Prime Minister Lee Kuan Yew of Singapore. And why do I call him an authentic leader? while others have called him a benevolent dictator. First of all, I don't believe in something called benevolent dictator. It is a semantic absurdity that I find it difficult to swallow. How can you be benevolent at the same time a dictator? It is not possible. What he was, was a man who knew his people, knew the aspiration of his people, knew the emotions of his people he knew that if he allowed free media and uh, unnecessary freedoms his people will bicker will complain will backbite and do all manner but he also knew that that was the weakness he knew that the strength of his people was more he knew that his people are hard working he knew that his his people directed correctly. They were honest people. He knew that if he focuses his energy right with the people, they love each other. That was his focus. And uh, that's how emotional, intelligent, 
kwa new wars so what did he do he ensured development and growth of singapore through a system called meritocracy that highly structured civil service he knew that development comes from the government not from the business he knew the moment you give business an opportunity it is like making a hyena test blood and expect it not to bite no once hyena test blood it will bite so he knew that business is good but it must be in its confine and government in its confine and therefore he enhanced the system of meritocracy and uh, based on that his clear understanding that uh, the deep state and the avarized nature of business and purely advocating for profit will bring class division and civil development of singapore he chose the path of high quality civil service that was corrupt free to lead the development of singapore and this was the aspiration of the majority of singaporeans he understood that the competitive and backbiting nature of his people was a weakness and he knew that they had more strength in their hard work and uh, in their love and compassion and uh, he was ruling them in the best way he knew and how to deliver them to the good side what did he do he showed them the good side of the river he showed them that if we cross this river this is the good we will see and he led them he, yes he curtailed freedom of media at, and to some extent freedom of people some freedom of association in order for them to see the nirvana he wanted and when everyone saw the nirvana they followed him to the good side they followed him to the good side of the river and if you doubt the, his popularity and impact just check out uh when he passed on in 2015 at the age of 91 the number of the singaporean that mourned him just check out and see the genuineness of the singaporean in mourning kwanyu an authentic leader authentic leadership is about impact it is an impactful kind of uh, leadership it is a impact oriented leadership that serves the followers and the leaders in tandem and flow together uh, towards the common good and uh, the good of a nation the good of a company the good of a family as a team that aspires development and improvement and how i pray that you become an authentic leader how i pray that you become an authentic leader or in that area of your calling in that area that in that small place in that civic uh, role that you playing in that department that you heading in that uh, social group that you are the helm in that group that is following you in that position whether you are an MCA 
whether you MCA means a councillor uh, whether you are a leader at uh, division level family level whether it is civic or business whether it is family or politics my prayer is that you become an authentic leader don't look at uh, the other person and say that person is not an authentic leader that one is not an authentic leader that one that one please don't look at the person the other person and point out he's not an authentic leader are you an authentic leader my prayer is that you become one authentic leader in the area of your calling and you lead the people that are following you to the nirvana that their aspirations their aspirations have envisaged and that is their desire that they may reach that kind of nirvana I wish you the best in your pursuit in leadership. I'm looking forward for the next podcast. We'll be continuing with uh, 3D leadership. Uh, episode 6 will be on 3D leadership. We looked at determined leadership in the last podcast. We'll be still looking at authentic leadership. And uh, this time we'll be looking at uh, decreed discipline next podcast will be looking at decreed discipline and uh, I hope it will be of benefit to you thank you for listening to today's podcast go out and become the leader that you want the other leader to be God bless you